0: Available now on CBC Listen or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: This is a CBC Podcast. Hello everyone, Jeremy here from Sick Boy Podcast of the Antica Podcast Network. And uh, before we throw it to this week's episode, two things. The first thing is... Uh, We have officially launched uh, the the sick boy wish fund applications are open and you can apply over at www.sickboypodcast.com slash wish. And basically we're looking for sickos who uh, who want to apply or you can nominate someone who's sick um, to to be given one wish. Like a kid's wish, but for an adult, someone who didn't get the opportunity to have a children's wish like myself when I was growing up. So head on over there if that uh, tickles your fancy. But here's the other thing another announcement. And uh, this one kind of came out of the blue. Technically, I'm not sure if we're allowed (laughs) to announce this or not. So uh, I'm going to cross my fingers, hope I don't get in trouble. But uh, Austin, Texas. Sick Boy Podcast is coming at you. We will be performing a live recording at South by Southwest in March of 2018. Holy fucking what? What? I know we're super super excited. Uh, it'll be our first uh, f- trip down to the United States, um, and we are uh, more than than elated. Uh, we are we are super excited to be a part of such a huge and monumental uh, festival. So to everyone at South by Southwest, uh, we are extremely grateful. Thank you so much for allowing us to come down. And uh, any of our Texas listeners, we're going to come down there and we'd love to meet you. So if you're in Texas, uh, if you're around the Austin area, Head on over to our website if you want to apply to actually be on the show. Uh, We'll be looking for guests while we're in town. Uh, That's sickboypodcast.com slash contact. You can go find the guest form there. And uh, fuck, we're so excited. We're going to be at South by Southwest. So that's pretty cool. Um, Okay, this week we are are very excited for you to hear this week's episode. Uh, We speak with Dr. Liz Jones. I know. How badass is that name? And uh, she is, she charmed the pants right off us. I tell you, uh, she was a guest that we sat down with while we were in Toronto. And we hope you fall in love with her as much as we did. Uh, enjoy the episode and we'll see you on the other side. You know what, guys? I just have to say, I love Toronto. I just love being in Toronto. What are you doing, What are you doing? I just uh, setting the stage, setting the stage, letting everyone know we're not in Halifax.
0: I feel like half the listeners just stopped listening.
1: Yeah, Uh, glad to be back in Toronto. This is uh, this is recording number two. Doesn't really matter (laughs) because we never put these out in order which we record. (laughs) Absolutely (laughs) never. But recording number two in Toronto at the Antica. Podcast Network head office in the E1 head office building. Antica Podcast Network. Yeah, they, we're, they're going to use that for sure for their, their next uh, jingle. Donovan, <laughs> can you put a lot of echo on Taylor's voice in post, please? <laughs> yeah. uh, but so here's, okay, so here's the thing. I was like, for the last uh, month, well, twofold. I was kind of at a commission because I was had my intestines pull, ripped right out of my gut. and then And then on top of that... I was like kind of panicking trying to get ready for TEDx Toronto, which happened last night. Fantastic time. Thank you to everyone who put that on. Um, and so I didn't really play much of a role in planning this trip in terms of like sick boy logistics, which usually like I, you know I'm, I'm pretty involved with that, and I have an idea of who we're recording with. Uh, but today, we're recording with Liz. Hello, Liz. Hello. Liz Jones. That's correct. Such a fucking cool name. Um, (laughs) It
2: is a great great name.
1: And until about uh, three minutes ago, uh, Liz, I didn't even know your name. (laughs) I still have no fucking clue what you're here to talk about. Brian knows. Does Taylor know?
0: uh, I don't think so. He he knows like a one sentence explanation of of, of what Liz's deal is. But I just want to say... Like, I really enjoyed the process of booking guests without you guys knowing much about it, because part of me kind of hates it. I, <laughs> I
1: like to have like a l- I, I like no. to not be in the know in terms of like our guests experience to what they're talking about. But part of me also likes to have a little bit of like background.
0: We're practicing trust issues.
1: Yes, tr- we are. Trust yeah. Trust yeah, is this is, the biggest, is, a, big, this is a leap of faith. It's a yeah. trust fall in the podcast world. Yeah. So, Liz, no pressure. Break it to me. Yeah, break it to me and the listeners. Yeah, well, they probably already know due to the episode title, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. but what do you uh, what are you here to talk about?
3: Well, I am here to talk about a hearing condition that I have. Okay. Uh, that I have had for about probably seven or eight years now, but only just recently got diagnosed. Tinnitus. It's similar. Oh yeah, that's part of it. Okay, that's I just part of it.
1: Randomly through something out right. there. <laughs> the only driver. like the only hearing thing I really know of. Yeah, yeah. What so what is technically what are you dealing with?
3: So I'm dealing with a condition called otosclerosis.
1: Otosclerosis? Yeah,
3: it sounds terrifying. It
1: sounds very Japanese. Yes. <laughs> there is does a that guess does, to that. That does it? You, does is, that am, am I the only one who thinks that? Yeah, kind of, it sounds, that sounds like kind to do of do an with anime. your nervous
2: system.
3: No, it actually. I have, so our hearing is made up of two different parts, nerves and bones. Um, our
1: hearing is made up yeah. of bones? Yes.
3: Oh, yeah. So Whoa. the three smallest bones in your body are in your middle ear. And they Do you called, know what they're called? Oh, yeah. Oh,
1: my God. You, you were just about to say <laughs> it. Okay. Yeah. Hit me.
3: Um, so they're called, oh, gosh, the stapes which is Latin for stirrup, and it looks like a little stirrup. Yeah, right. It's adorable. It's the smallest bone in the potty. it's a cute little for bone. Me, is cute. it's cute. You know, I'm fond Stapies. of it. For me, that's my <laughs> issue. <laughs> I have a stapes I'm going to start
1: calling. That's going to be my pet name for my girlfriend.
3: little stapes. Hey,
1: stapes. Hey, hey, you're so oh, cute and adorable right there, and so. little. Yeah, stapes. How, how do you feel about that, Becca? She's sitting over there in the corner. Feeling real weird. Becca, I said be quiet in the corner. (laughs) Do not speak. Um, Okay, what's the other one?
3: Uh, The Incas.
1: Incas. Oh my God, this is so cute too. The Incas.
0: Who is the character Minkus? Um, Minkus was uh, in. No, he was in One Tree Hill. Great show. Was
2: Minkus from One Tree Hill? I think so. Sounds like something from Pinky and the Brain. Minkus, Minkus. that same actor played another character in another show named Minkus, I
1: think. But I don't think his okay. Minkus was
2: named. That's
3: definitely some early 2000s right, TV yeah. trivia. Right? Uh, <laughs> yeah.
1: uh, Boy Meets World, Stuart Minkus. Oh, yes. yes. But it's yeah. the same guy,
3: right? Is it the same guy? Played I
1: think, by Lee and, Norris uh, on the TV show Is Boy he also Meets on World. One Tree Hill? Uh, Lee Norris is uh, known for his work on One Tree Hill, Whoa. Boy yes. Meets World, Zodiac, Blood Done Sign My Name, and A Step <clears> Toward Tomorrow. Uh, you can also look up what else Lee Norris has done on his IMDB page. <laughs> he was
2: he was the adorable nerd that, everyone, that that came to big popularity in One Tree Hill. Okay, a real so, success story. So, so there's just
3: AP's yeah, the Incas yeah, and another yeah, one. Yeah, bring I can't really remember the name of the other back. one right now, which is is, you know, uh, it's embarrassing when you when you learn what I what I do for work. But um,
1: Are you a bone doctor?
3: No. <laughs> I'm just a regular doctor. A regular <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're a doctor, but you didn't at know one that? point, no, I, I didn't know you were a doctor. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Okay, okay. So yeah. I was,
0: I was excited for you to find out because I, I thought this, was, uh, no, no pressure on where this conversation goes or anything like that. But I, I'm trying to let go of my expectations, but I'm really excited to talk to you because I, I, I thought it was really interesting that you were a doctor who's losing your hearing, basically. Yeah.
3: yeah. So that's basically my shtick. So uh, okay. It started off with tinnitus and then uh, my husband and I just kind of thought it was like this funny little thing. I had this ringing in my ears and tinnitus- Is that what tinnitus
0: is? What is tinnitus? So
3: tinnitus is, it's sort of described as buzzing or ringing in your ears. But the better thing I can think of to describe it is like, like an alarm, like a like a mm. car alarm like it's like a very high pitched yeah exactly exactly like that so it's there all the time yeah
1: a good friend of mine and you guys have met him greg zwagstra uh he, tinnitus? he he has tinnitus and actually it's really sad because uh and and i want to get greg on the show to actually talk about his experience with this but he he was he is a a music um he is just an absolute lover of music and especially live music. And uh, tinnitus has stripped him from his yeah. ability to enjoy the one thing that he fucking loves more than anything else. He can't. He can't go to live shows. shows. He he has mm-hmm. a hard time just sitting and listening to music at home. Like it's mm-hmm. yeah. It's so really, is, so is Baby Driver a
2: total like? Is that totally fake?
1: Like he he shouldn't be able to listen to music. Like I don't that? know. I don't. Have you seen Baby Driver? No. Uh. Well, long story short, kid with tinnitus, and he just always has headphones in. Mm-hmm. And you
0: just listen to music all um, the time. But yeah. with, Anyway, with your experience with tinnitus, it was movie. was it this constant, always ringing sound in your ear? Or did it come and go?
3: No. Well, so I think maybe initially it came and went, but at least for the last seven or eight years, I've had it constantly. And it's interesting because it's one of those things, if you look it up on the internet, it's like, oh, tinnitus, no big deal. Tons yeah. of people have it. Don't worry about it. Yeah, it's, it's very played probably down. probably nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was kind of what I thought for a long time. Uh, I was like, okay, well, I just have tinnitus. But do, you, do you have, have it right now? Like that, Sitting
1: so. right here right now, do you hear yeah.
3: that? Yeah, yeah. Oh my God,
1: what? Yeah. Ugh, yeah. Fuck, oh, yeah. dude, that fucking... S- how could anyone be like, nah, it's not a big deal. That sounds like the biggest deal. When I'm at home and a car alarm is going on outside yeah, and it goes for more than 10 seconds, I am like... What about sleeping?
3: Yeah. yeah. So sometimes it gets so loud, it actually wakes me up from sleep.
1: Whoa.
2: And
3: so in hindsight... How do you
1: go to sleep? Yeah.
3: <laughs> I know. Yeah, I know. So in hindsight, it's actually... Uh, that's actually like part of the process so as the process that is happening inside my ear like my inner ear bones as that progresses there are little bits of those bones that are sort of being dislodged and every time a little bit is dislodged it like sets off like a 10 out of 10 car alarm so it's like constant level sort of like you know i don't know three four out of 10 in intensity and then every now and again like once every couple of days i'll get like a 10 second burst of just like extreme it's so loud it's like painful you can't
2: can't hear anything else
3: and then like the hearing will go in that ear for maybe a minute and then it'll kind of like settle back so it's just this like very short burst of like badness is
0: there anything you can do to like actively um manage it
3: well it's interesting so like that i guess like that that baby driver movie. Yeah. So listening to music for me, actually Liz, you really
1: got to watch it. I it's know, like, fucking literally. good. It's, yeah, really, really, it's a
3: good time. Yeah. So, so for me, listening to music helps because whenever I'm in complete silence, I guess there's that term silence is deafening mm. and it's mm-hmm. like, it's very overwhelming when yeah. I don't hear anything else. I guess the reason that in my condition you get tinnitus is that, your nerve, my nerve is working totally fine. There's a nerve at the end of those bones that somehow miraculously transmits sound waves into nerve signals to go to our brain. Like it's right. crazy. Or it's like nuts. Yeah. And so that nerve is totally fine, but the nerve is used to getting a certain amount of input because, you know, like we're used to when you grow up, this mm-hmm. is a progressive condition, so I didn't always have it. And so if you don't get enough input into that nerve, it just makes up its own stuff and Whoa. that's what
1: it is okay here oh, true this true. is kind of a dumb question i think but <laughs> i the,
2: also have a dumb question if that's you
1: sweet. if you so you're sitting here everything's normal we just like stop talking for a minute everything gets quiet you hear this ringing
3: mm-hmm.
1: does it change if you like plugged your ears no it's still there because it's inside
2: it's happening right. on the inside of your or ear anyway it's not it's not coming from the, tonight, the sound that you're hearing isn't coming from outside in. No. It's coming from inside and yeah. staying in.
0: Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, how do you... And this is me being like, ooh, she's a doctor. Um, I've I got ha- this bump on my dick. <laughs> and I've been wondering, <laughs> and, is it <laughs> normal? <Yeah. laughs> um,
3: I'll
1: just, I'll just show work. you. It's, <laughs> easier, it's easier if I show you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm wondering about the... And since we're talking to a doc and we're talking about hearing... How the fuck? And I feel like I'm getting kind of a picture of it as we're talking about this. But the, the the headphones that you don't put in your ear, but you put like around your around your ear. Yeah. Have you guys heard of that? Have you guys seen this? Mm, wait, yeah. are you talking about like uh? Like- it's like vibration music. Yeah. It's like it wait, doesn't. What? It doesn't like. It's not a. It's not a. A it doesn't speaker. go into your yeah. ear. It's a speaker. It's like it transmits the music through yeah. vibrations and you feel from it. the back of
1: your ear?
3: Yeah. yeah. Like, so like that little soft spot,
1: like, like, like
2: behind up, the lobe. Like up yeah. here, above here. On the bone. Whoa. Yeah, the bone. So, so.
3: so this is actually this is actually really um sounds like important black for mirror. me because the the bones in my inner ear don't work properly. Um and sound can get into our brain, into that nerve anyway through a solid. Surface. So Mm -hmm. the most efficient way is for it to go through the bones in your inner ear, but it can go through any bone in your skull. It doesn't have to go through those bones in your inner ear. Um, And I guess the concept is that sound travels better along. Uh, like a pipe or along a solid, the sound waves, I don't know, high school physics, it's been a long time, but but sound travels more within a solid than than in the air. Mm-hmm. Um, and so bone, the inner ear bones, your skull, those are all solid things that conduct sound right. waves it's into like, our uh, brain. It's like
1: the, uh, the cans, the telephone yeah, cans. Exactly, yeah, exactly, exactly.
3: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Totally, it's, it's, it's the same concept. Thank you. It's like uh
1: <laughs> you've done that experiment before, Jamie. Haven't you? I actually never took physics or anything. Yeah. Anything. I, I literally only took drama in high school. <laughs> I, I feel like I, I feel like any five year old knows that. The, <laughs> I actually didn't know that. Didn't I, know. I, you just said that for the first, and it was the first time I ever heard that sound travels better through a solid than air. Well, so, yeah. So I've never known my, that. So and I have, over water travels better as
2: well. I
3: have hearing. I have hearing loss in addition to my tinnitus because of. Um, So I don't just have tinnitus, I also have moderate to severe hearing loss. Mm -hmm. And practically, that means that when I'm talking, you know, a couple feet away from people, I can hear people, but any more like six feet away, or if somebody's just talking in an unamplified voice to a room full of people, chances are, I'll be able to catch maybe 10% of what
1: they say well fuck Liz you get like one thing hanging out with me is I can guarantee you you'll never not hear me say what I say to you because I'm so goddamn loud you are really loud
2: I know Yeah. so
3: I told Brian it wasn't gonna be a problem <coughs> no yeah
1: no. he's
2: like are you gonna be yeah,
3: able I, to hear what we're saying I was like oh, I, think I, I did ask okay. yeah is yeah, there right, any yeah.
2: issue is there any issue in this setting and like in a quiet setting where we're I just see
3: Taylor I have to sort of read your lips a little bit oh yeah yeah Taylor's yeah, definitely the most mumbly yeah
1: Brian's like right, we're kind of right in the middle I'm just and then, right then right I'm, now, I'm, ca- I'm causing tinnitus. <laughs> 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 um, so, so just bring me back again, remind me you, so you have, what, what was the name of the, the condition?
3: Otosclerosis.
1: Otosclerosis. And so, um, this is, this is actually a really great, like little learning. Um, th- this is, this is very educational for myself. Uh, because there's a whole, I didn't know a lot of this stuff. So you yeah, were saying. It's,
3: it's
0: not for me. I knew everything. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: um, you were saying that we, board. we Brian's just, actually
3: an otolaryngologist. You guys just have <laughs> no <new Whoa>. idea. <laughs> otolaryngologist? That sounds
1: like uh, some sort of orc from uh, Lord of the Rings. It mm. does. Also um, known
3: as an ear, nose, and throat doctor. Oh, you, ENT? I, yeah, I'm sure.
1: I know been. all about the ENT. Oh, yeah. 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 Had polyps removed. Board. Actually, I went to see, a, see an ENT. Uh, little side note here. Saw an ENT specialist a couple weeks ago. Couple weeks ago, it was like two months ago, because uh, several years ago, um, yeah, it, was, it was actually you know, I was five. Um, <laughs> uh, so I've I've had uh, nose polyps, yeah. like, and I've had them removed a number of times. So I'm my my not my my schnoz, uh, the bridge of my nose is getting really swollen lately, and I'm like, oh, this is the the polyps are coming back. Um, which they're kind of like weeds. Like you, they go in, they scrape yeah. them out. They like it's fucking crazy. That sounds it's disgusting. real Nasty, yeah, yeah. nasty I, buggers.
3: It's
0: real nasty. I, I love like, hearing I, yeah, I nasty. love hearing that because it, it makes me like. Ugh. It's kind of like, like those those really Instagram yeah. Uh, yeah, me, accounts, yeah, me, accounts with like me, popping cripples pop totally. and shit.
1: Makes
3: you know? yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. makes me, makes me clench nom. everything. Nom, nom,
1: nom.
3: And so what what did you learn?
1: So what I learned was I go in and uh he he takes a like a scope, and. He's going to look at my polyps. He shoves this scope into my, into my. Face. It
3: sounds uncomfortable.
1: Like I oh, it's so bad, and I have a crazy gag reflex. I can't okay. even brush my teeth, like or m- brush my tongue rather, because I gag. I, yeah. Jerry's. I don't even brush my. I don't teeth. even yeah. brush my teeth. Fuck it.
0: <laughs> I was like, oh. Yeah, I've seen you do some things that I thought would trigger gag reflex. How crying fuck up. So,
1: uh, so he goes in there, and it turns out I don't even have polyps. They're not even there. Hey. Oh. What it is is the is the um, it's a, so again due to CF. It's this buildup of mucus this buildup of like nasty ass fluid up in my sinuses and he's like you just need to like get antibiotics and like steroids up in there flushing that shit out nice yeah they're, um, they're
3: amazing people ent doctors. Yeah, yeah yeah it is pretty yeah, crazy it's Pretty crazy so, i'm not an ent doctor
1: yeah no what kind of doctor are you
3: uh i'm an internal medicine doctor okay um, so i'm a resident
1: internal medicine what does that mean
3: uh i think you've interacted with us a lot where uh we become respirologists we oh become, yeah okay Cardiologists, gastroenterologists. Right. We kind of yeah. were. Um, we do three years of general internal medicine. I'm in my third year, and then you sort of pick an organ.
1: What's your jam? What do you What are you jamming on? I
3: love the kidneys.
1: Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> okay. 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 Yeah. yeah. Um, you kind of like pick an organ. You like spin a wheel, and it's like heart, liver, kidneys, lungs. And, like, whatever it lands it's on. Li- there's
1: literally a wheel literally at wheel. school, and they're yeah. like, all right, it's time, it's time, <laughs> come on
3: down. <laughs>
0: Liz, spin on the wheel today. Uh, Liz, have you worked with the liver much?
3: <laughs> oh, yeah, a little, yeah, a little bit.
0: Do you, do you know, is it true that alcohol does... Affect the liver yes. significantly. Yeah. Yes. Big, big time. I think dude. that's a, what, a well fact. Like, is the was science not firm on yeah. that? was that's that a not joke? Not a... Well, okay. So uh, to give you some some reference for the question that I asked, um, please do. I, I was once at a at like this networking. Is it true that lineup.
1: smoking is bad for the lungs? <laughs> I, I didn't yeah. say.
0: I, and I wasn't. I wasn't asking if it's bad or not. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, Brian. I wasn't smoking. asking the question, and that's why I'm providing reference for this. So I was at this. I was at this event once uh with uh. the and it was a networking event there's only like 20 people there there was the head of the liver foundation and a beer rep nice and so oh. i was i was talking to the two of them and i was like well this is pretty funny like the irony in this haha and they both were like well you know like it's not that bad but i was one i was like wondering what the impact is like is is drinking three or four beers a week significantly damaging to your liver or is it like alcoholism that is seriously damaging to your liver? Mm. Yeah. Or where is
1: the... like? It's probably pretty dependent. And, and this is me just giving a kind of a, 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 like yeah. a non-educated guess,
0: but like... Yeah, don't ask the... I wasn't... I, I was asking the person with no sure. medical... But this is, this, is, uh, why this yeah. is why we do
2: this. Yeah, yeah, you exactly. know? So, so, so that we can guess yeah. and then have and then somebody, somebody else write us or be here in person yeah. to yeah. tell yeah. us yeah. how I'm I'm here. Here. But
1: I would guess it's dependent. So like you know, for myself... If I take, if I'm taking like a lot of antibiotics and a lot of drugs and whatever, then I'm already taxing my liver on a daily basis. So if I have say 14 drinks in a week, which is uh, average for you, probably pretty average for me versus you who isn't taking like, you know, 40 pills a day, uh, having 14 drinks in a week, I would guess that it's, I'm doing more damage to myself because of the added medicine or whatever. I don't know what? What's what's the doc say?
3: You're you're totally right. It depends. Boom.
1: ba yeah. boom. Yeah.
3: I mean I don't know that like not all antibiotics. I don't are even bad know if antibiotics liver, Yeah, I don't like, even know if that's a but, thing. But you know, certainly they are something. Yeah. You know, it depends on on what drugs you're at, It depends on you know, what amount of liver damage you have from you know, yeah. From yeah. previous generally yeah, like moderate alcohol intake is considered safe. That's why yeah. we sell alcohol legally. But yeah. I I would say of the people that I see on a weekly basis yeah you know in the emergency department it's amazing the social impact of alcohol and the healthcare impact like how many people have like severe alcoholism and, yeah. and need to be like it's a huge like i'd say probably 30% of people that i that i admit to hospital have alcohol as some sort of contributing factor to wow
1: them. yeah Whoa. yeah man.
3: it's bad like generally it's 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 bad do you guys oh, wow.
1: like do you or you and you as in pointing to, at taylor because no one can see it or brian <laughs> do you guys ever question like the the your alcohol intake in a, on a weekly basis and go is this too much
0: i i don't whatsoever because i don't actually enjoy drinking that much like right. i don't feel yeah. like i get to the end of the day and i'm like oh man i just need to Like, chill out and drink a beer. Like, I I drink socially with you guys mostly. Yeah. And if I'm on my own, I would probably never, ever drink an alcoholic beverage to myself. Yeah, I don't... uh... Are you feeling guilty about yourself? Oh, I definitely question it. (laughs) I mean,
1: like, because I I have... I will have at least one to two drinks a day. But it's, like, at the end of the day where I'm like, oh, sweet. I'm going to have, like a like, a like a finger of scotch or i'm going to have a, what? a a beer like a little just a yeah just like a is that a is that a yeah is that a ref uh yeah. saying in and-
2: yeah <laughs> there's like
3: that. technically a four question yeah thing you can ask yourself to see if you have a problem yeah let's not ask yeah exactly um, <laughs> anyway moving but forward
1: generally i like <laughs> no, I, i'm joking i don't i know that i don't have a problem yeah uh, because i have gone through i actually have asked myself that question and gone through and did the like i was yeah, like yeah. is this too much but uh, you know it's it, it is all moderate it's it's not yeah. i'm sitting down at home being like oh it's a, it was a long day i'm gonna have a six-pack well you, know, you know, know what i mean like
2: you know what we re- you know this was great about all the
1: alcohol yeah. Yeah. yeah, I know. I yeah. so, like okay. <laughs> <So, laughs> so, This is my, so, my favorite you know, kind the, of episode. Yeah, you know yeah. yeah. um, Sorry, Liz. So let's <laughs> take it
2: back to <laughs> yeah. okay, your okay. O- odosclerosis. Yes. O- odosclerosis. Good yes. job. Yes. Where did this begin? How does it begin? Yeah. And what's it like when it does start? Right, because you're yeah. saying it
1: starts yeah. with the tinnitus.
2: Yeah. Or at least yeah, for yeah. you.
3: Yeah, but for everybody. Okay. So it usually starts in your late teens, early 20s. Um, with the tinnitus first. And that's exactly what happened with me. And that was right around when I first started to notice it. And then I just kind of thought it was like this funny thing. My husband and I would, would joke about it. But then we noticed that I wasn't really hearing quite as well. And so... My husband would just sneak up on me in the house and like scare the shit out of me on purpose. <laughs> on purpose, I loved it because he that. knew that's that great. I like, wouldn't be able to hear him coming, <laughs> yeah. and so it, he he thought this was hilarious. And I, meanwhile, I'm like like having panic attacks because <laughs> yeah. I'm like I don't know when he's going to jump Wait, out. You at me didn't
1: otherwise. think it was funny. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Doesn't everyone love being scared? So yeah. Um, and I think that really for me, when the hearing loss, the, the tinnitus, I can live with. That's a thing. The hearing loss is a bit more of a challenge and and when that when I first it stopped being funny was when I had an oral exam last year and I couldn't hear what the examiners were asking me properly and so I actually didn't I you know I almost I I didn't get as good a score on the exam as I could have because I came out and you know you compare answers with people afterwards and I was like oh yeah didn't you say this this you know is that it was a practical exam so you have somebody who's in you know like a standard patient who's pretending to have some sort of condition you have to show the examiner you have to answer their questions and show that you can be a safe doctor and Mm -hmm. and examine and and have some sort of approach to a sick person sitting in front of you that sounds I've always uh, uh, always wanted to
1: do that like as an actor yeah and I know a couple people who have done it
0: um, You'd mess it,
3: them right up, though. Oh man! <laughs> Why
1: well, it'd be so fun!
3: It'd yeah. be so fun to just it'd like,
1: be like
0: you have cystic fibrosis, and you're like, yes, in real life, I do, yeah. yeah, but
3: but, but my character actor doesn't.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's
2: a great episode on Seinfeld. Oh yeah. Oh, um, uh, yeah. when nice. they're like, when they're when uh, Jimmy, uh... Jimmy, uh, the LP, and Kramer that are best friends, yeah, they, right. they go And they, they go and they're like, they're trying to, uh, their uh, gonorrhea is the, is what they want. <laughs> oh, is what they're trying they, to they, commit. Yeah, yeah, but. They play, Kramer plays gonorrhea really, really well. And they're like, and and all the medical examiners are like really excited when Kramer's there because they're like, oh, he's going to do gonorrhea so well. <laughs> oh, that's really, really funny. funny.
3: Yeah. So that, that was a bit of a an eye opener, mm. uh, the not doing as well in my exam. Because I came out and I realized that the questions that everybody else had answered was not what I had heard. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, this is So it was like the first like,
1: time that it was actually yeah. having affected a, my life. an effect yeah. on your life. Yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah and then in the then I'm from Vancouver I went home to visit my parents in the summer I hadn't been home in about 8 months and in that 8 months my hearing had progressed to the point that like I can't really hear what my dad says anymore because he has a very soft low pitch voice and that's mm. where my hearing loss is most noticeable is mm. in you know people like Taylor's voice um and my parents were kind of like, boring, you have to like,
1: like the kind of boring. No. Yeah, Taylor's voice but, you very know, and, boring, yeah. very monotone. Oh, it Just right. makes I deal you with know. a, awesome. a lot of elderly it's
3: patients and they have here. soft, low voices. It's kind of what happens to your voice as <clears> you yeah. get older. So uh it's velvety. So yeah, that was, you know but but it took me longer than I probably should have after I noticed the hearing loss to work it up because when you start being a doctor, when you go to medical school, just like Brian thinks he is everything when you talk to these people, you think you have everything. Yeah. You're like you go to class and you're like, oh, my gosh, I ate a pickle last week. I definitely have Addison's disease or like,
1: <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: And, and my so, adrenals are fucked yeah, I can tell yeah, yeah, because totally. I ate that pickle. Yeah. yeah. You know, uh, and and so you, you learn to turn down this. Worry about yourself because it would drive you crazy, right? And so I just like was like, this isn't a problem. This isn't a problem. Even after I clearly had that problem during the exam, I right. was like, this is fine. This is fine. And it, it wasn't until going home and just seeing the change over eight months that I was like, okay, this is actually, this is getting a lot worse, a lot quicker.
0: Mm-hmm. So then what's the what's the plan after that? How do you take a step towards improving your situation?
3: So that's where I'm at right now. Um, it's amazing being a doctor and a patient because you just have no idea when you're when I normally go through my day-to-day activities I have no idea what patients go through I realized mm. it's totally different mm-hmm. when you're a doctor you just get like a list of people and you're like great all these people are here to see me today wonderful like you're just showing up for the first time you know it's nothing to you you haven't been waiting for that appointment you and they've, haven't been been in it,
1: they've been in it forever yeah Yeah. and
3: that's me now
1: it's funny like you know not to not to um, boast or talk about ourselves in some like you know in a manner that's just not like but we're just like super incredible we're pretty awesome Uh, no but we we actually do hear uh, like a lot we hear from a lot of medical professionals and a lot of them say like the reason I fucking love listening to your show they usually say fucking yeah every time also every single time uh, is because it's the, f- it, it's like the first time I've had some insight into the patient experience yeah. or like the first time I've been able to like, like, or, or I've, I've been reminded again, like the, that there's a human behind this, like yeah. this person. Yeah. And it's, it, it kind of boggles my mind that we get those, those messages because I feel like, and Hey, I haven't gone through it, so I don't know what the curriculum is like. But it just—it seems like one of those things that it—it it seems like a no-brainer that this is something that should be like really hammered home in terms of teaching, yeah, for doctors and for med students and uh, stuff.
0: I also—I also think though, at the same time, like doctors are required to to do this day in and day out, yes. day in and day out, and see yeah. and so you, you know, get patients upon patients upon yes. patients, and if they were trying to. Um, be like extremely empathetic and compassionate. It would just be so. Uh, but I, but I, I beg the differ because I,
1: I, I you don't, don't, think don't it would
0: be taking emotional no, toll? Because
1: I don't think you have to. I don't think I think there's a difference between putting all of your like emotions behind your empathy to someone versus just. Being fucking one on one with like a, it's like, hey yo, when we when we sit down <laughs> and do this podcast and we sit down for an hour and talk to someone that about some really heavy shit. Not once have I left that conversation and been like,
0: oh man. Do you feel tired though after a day of doing that? Like if we record five episodes in a day in Toronto, which mm. we've done before,
1: not no, not, uh, re- not like really. not really. I feel, usually we I feel go out, like, Party until 4 I think I think there's a afterwards. I think there's a way I think <laughs> I, there is a way to. I just want
0: to say when we were booking, when I did the booking for episodes, recordings this trip, I was like, yeah, we should do three on Saturday and three on Sunday. And you're like, no, let's just keep it at two because it's like a pretty full on weekend. Well,
1: also it's because I just had my intestines pulled out of my fucking belly and I was like, I don't know what my energy levels will be like. I think, you know what I'm saying? Like, I do think that you can, I think you can do it. I think there's a way to do it without, without like burning yourself out and putting way too much behind the, the, what do you
3: think, doctor? so I I totally agree. I have always sort of considered myself sorry, Taylor. You
2: That's speak. okay. I've always considered myself to be an
3: empathetic doctor and right. I, you know I and I I get that from the patients I work with. I am yeah. very caring. I but it, it it is in no way the same and it can't be the same as going through it yourself. No. It's no. it's just it's a completely it is a completely, it's a completely different, different yeah. game and, and yeah. i
1: guess too that like you know it's funny you just brought that up Bry. like you, i think you generally tend to be like you're m- much more of an empath than i am like i have an ability to be like to be with someone and sit with someone and like lend an ear and like give support but also without like with 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 an ability to like remove myself from it so that i don't get sucked in and pulled in but whereas i feel like you are more naturally sort of an empath that you like it start it it affects you a little more. So yeah. I guess it it does. It's different person to person. And
2: so as it is with most most things, the answer to this question lies somewhere in between how you feel and how you feel, Brian. How Brian and Jeremy both feel about this? Yeah, yeah. because it's, it's the same way. Always with everything. It's the same yeah. way. as, like where you know we've had the conversation with Andrew when we were making our documentary. Like does does the doc, does the director keep a distance from the subjects or does he get involved with the subjects? We became really great friends with. Andrew And it turned out an amazing, a better product because of that, I think.
1: Yeah. And then and, it got way better once all three of us or all four of us got romantically involved. Yeah. That's when the oh, yeah. documentary that's really, that's really, that's that's really, that's yeah. a really a huge. Cute I don't think that made
3: down. the CBC version. Uh, no, that yeah. was that was only in the festival. Yeah. Version. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: So I, I feel like so I feel like with with
2: do, the doctor patient experience, I feel like there's there's a way to to be uh, empathetic and compassionate towards yeah. your towards your patients without getting emotionally drained. By them, I think that there's a way to interact with them somewhere in between. How yeah. you guys both view that, yeah, and I,
3: people don't want you to be breaking down. Like they don't no. want you to be going through the same thing that Can they're going imagine? through. That would be terrible. Can you imagine like, your doctor comes
1: yeah. in and they're like, "I just want to let you know that
0: you have, have to a do benign it. tumor yeah. on your brain." It's
3: like, oh my I, god, yeah. fuck!
1: What yeah. are you okay? Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. Like, Can I do something yeah. for you? It's okay. It's okay. I'll be all right. Sick Boy Podcast will be right back after this word from our sponsors. Are you tired of hearing the same old wellness advice? It's time to dig deeper and listen to America Dissected from Crooked Media, the podcast that's cutting into the science, culture, and policy that shapes our health. From doctors fighting for their rights to the surprising truths about sunscreen, America Dissected dives deep into the state of health. Tune in every Tuesday for new episodes of America Dissected, available on all major podcast platforms.
0: So for example, my mom did a degree in social work and was only in the in in that profession for a couple of years and was like, I can't I can't take it on. I can't go home at the end of the day and separate myself from the experiences that I had during that day. Yeah. And I think that's true for a lot of people. And if you're asking, there might be some people who are really amazing doctors and are able to find um, the issues that are, and solve some of these medical mysteries that aren't able to be solved by other professionals. But then there's some doctors that might be really great at relating to um, their patients and providing emotional empathetic support as well. So yeah. I think it's good to have that diversity in practice.
3: Yeah.
0: Um, but to be aware that You still have to try to be an understanding and compassionate human being when providing those services, which means like just being generally nice and saying hello and how, and maybe asking how they're doing when they're walking into the room. Like you don't need to be be like oh, my God, I feel for your situation. I just love you so much, and I'm here for you. And you don't have to be, like, that type of person, but just being generally nice.
1: Well, Liz, did you find... Like, somewhere in between what you guys Yeah, yeah. Did you find, Liz, that you're you're sort of um, being propelled into this, like, I'm now also the patient and the doctor? Did you find that that... um, had an effect on how you, you think, I mean, I know you're still, you're still, you're not quite there yet, but mm-hmm. do you think it's, it, it it will have an effect on how you, you have relationships between your, you know, your patients and, and yourself? And I didn't, I didn't question that right, but you know exactly yeah, what I'm asking, exactly so go for it.
3: I think actually, I think I, I've the same relationship with my patients that I did Before this and after, like, I think I already kind of was there with my patients. Right, right. I think the bigger part for me is oddly the administrative part of it. So the part that's the most frustrating is patients. And they tell me this all the time. And I think I used to just kind of say, yeah, yeah. And like, okay, we'll see you in two weeks. Mm. But when you're a patient, we live in this technology system to support our healthcare system that was built in the eighties. Like we literally rely on fax machines and pagers. Mm. And we have so much better technology out there and You do now? Yeah. I was gonna bring my pager today, but then I was like, oh you Were you for real?
1: Wait, you're today. not kidding? You oh, actually yeah. use pagers still?
3: Oh yeah, I was gonna bring it and I, I should have brought my pager. <laughs> oh yeah. Holy fuck. yeah I yeah. can't tell beepers? if you're joking or not. Like, yeah, yeah, beepers. beepers, yeah. The beeper the date on the beeper ends at 2015. You can't put the date on it any higher than that because they thought that the technology the would, would be <laughs> obsolete by 2015. They, when they were designing beepers, they is. were like, "It's been, yeah. been obsolete <laughs> since 1999."
1: Yeah, it starts at
3: 99 and it goes. They're like, "Well, nobody's ever going to need this in 2017." That's a challenge with mon-
0: with with money for free healthcare. Do you
1: guys yeah. remember the the beeper commercial from way back in the day, where it's the guy he 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 arrives to this woman's house and he's picking her up for a date. And uh, he like he he walks up to her door and he's like, hey, you ready? And she's like, yeah, I'm all set. And she, you know, he walks you to the car and he's the gentleman, of course. So he opens uh, the passenger door for her. So she gets in, he closes the door, Patriarchy. and as he's walking around to go to the driver's seat, she's like, she's like, oh man. And she like lifts her like lifts her hip and goes, less yeah. this huge fart. Uh-huh. And then he gets in and he like closes the door. He's like, Whew. Uh, uh, Sally, did you did you meet like Jim and Barb? Yeah. And she turns and looks back, and there's two people in the back, and, and she's like, "Oh my god!" And then for some reason, it goes from that to like one eight hundred beep, what? like, and it's like a it's a fucking pager commercial.
0: What?
1: what? You guys remember this? It, no. there was like a I remember the commercial, but in, I don't
0: remember it. It, it was a pager. It
1: was for beepers. Yeah, it was yeah. a pager yeah. commercial. Yeah. We just it was came up on Reddit the other day, and I wa- and, and the title of the video was like. Totally forgot, like totally had no idea what this commercial was for. Yeah, I remember blew my it. mind when I watched it. And you
2: yeah. use, and you also use fax machines. Yes, two fax so machines. So Does is the, the internet crazy, not exist in I know. your hospital?
3: And so it's amazing. Like when I want to advocate for my patients, I. We have this wonderful computer email system, and I can email doctors and say, hey, I saw your patient. Can you book them in follow-up in a couple of weeks? I'm worried about them. I'm sending them home. You know, like, if I, if you were my patient, I'd, I'd email your respirologist and be like, yo, got Jeremy here. This is what I'm doing. You know you know him really well. Does that sound kosher with you? And can you see him in two weeks? Yeah. And, like, I can do that for my patients, but I can't do that for myself. I can't, like, email my own doctors to yeah, be like, right." you know I'm also going through like a a thyroid problem as well and so I like I can't email my own doctors to be like hey I'm starting to have symptoms with my thyroid can I come see you sooner I have to like Go through
0: this like, the, crazy like literally system. be on
3: hold for forty five minutes and yeah. nobody on the other side and and call and call. That's because they're
0: on the internet, so you yeah, can't exactly. Call through because
3: yeah, they're on the internet. I get the facts like all these faxes yeah. are going through and I can't get through.
1: <laughs> yeah, you call and all you hear is
3: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Damn, the fax. yeah, And and faxes get lost. I had a couple appointment referrals that just got lost in the telephone wires right. through yeah. through the fax and and so I think that to me I now. I realize that the system has so many holes and when you're an outpatient, especially, and and that, I think I take a lot more seriously now. So when people are like, I tried to call the receptionist and I I took 10 times and nobody picked up like that bothers me so much more now. I used to just like say, well, whatever you're coming in to see us, you know, you're lucky. Like we're here, we got you this appointment. But, but I think that's the part that I appreciate. So much more now that I've,
1: I've to be on second. the other end of it.
3: And when I set up my practice, I know I'm going to try to set up tools that like aren't so reliant on just like sending a piece of paper and mm-hmm. not following up on it. Mm-hmm.
0: Right, and and I think that there should be with the with the technology that's available today and the systems that are implemented in so many other like private industries and yeah. and practices like there should be custom tools that are designed to make communication easier because that's what this is all about it's about communication the ability to communicate between patients and and doctors yeah. and once that's made easier then the whole system gets better
2: so but is it is it what you said like you and the problem with you know federally run and federally run and funded you know, healthcare is that is that the the hold the hold up with that? Bureaucracy? Taylor, can you
1: speak up, please?
2: I don't think she can hear you. Did. I talk at the very I know low it's too
3: line. bad we're the furthest apart. Uh, you know, I don't. I, it's complex. Mm. I I don't know. There's there's no one right answer. I think it depends. Some doctors are moving more towards emailing and encouraging their patients to email them and to really be engaged in their care. So it's it's but it takes extra effort, mm-hmm. and I, I think a lot of people there's no incentive to make that, that effort. It's just providing better care, Mm -hmm. in my opinion, you know, know, and, and there, but there's no incentive built into that. So if you're not going to incentivize people to do that, it it feels good to you and your patients are going to love it. um, But it does make you a bit more prone to burnout because now you're, you're responsible for people emailing you and being available 24 seven and, and not all doctors want to open themselves up to that. Fair enough. Um, and, uh, and you know, if somebody emails you and they're like, Hey, I'm having a difficult time breathing and you don't get back to them right away, then also there's maybe some medical yeah. legal implications. Like, yeah. so it though it's not necessarily a matter of funding. It's, it's a matter of, it's, it's, it's logistics. Yeah. It's yeah. Logistics.
1: I, I feel so fortunate to like, that's again, one of those like perks of CF is that like I literally have a medical team. Yeah that has a nurse coordinator with her phone number and if anything comes up I just call her number Fran picks up and I go Fran this is what I'm feeling and she's like give me 20 minutes and then I get a call back and she's like this is what the doctor said this is what the dietitian said this is what whatever yeah. uh and it's I don't know it's like it's it's awesome. CF is awesome, guys. Like it <laughs> is the, that, like, get the best. CF. You have. Go out and get it.
2: Um, so going, coming back to like your experience with um, with this condition. Do you? What is this? Where do you see this implicating your work? Like, how is it? What kind of effect is it taking on your ability to communicate with like patients and do your job?
3: So right now, I'm able to just adjust my behaviors to try to compensate for it so generally sitting closer to people asking people to sit up sort of was joking maybe I'm going to get like a button and put it on my lab coat that says you know please speak up I like, I'm I Jeff can't AF. hear, you know? Yeah, like deaf AF, yeah. just yeah. I was just going to say deaf yeah. AF, actually. Yeah, deaf AF. Yeah. Yeah. And all it's these, just like, 90-year-old 90-year-old uh, patients I do look yeah, like, and be like, what's does AF that
1: mean? It's phrase. That's how they talk. I'm so old. Yeah. <laughs> I'm old AF. Uh, I don't know what that means.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but, but part of it is I don't know where this is going to end. I know a lot of it's changed. Yeah, so you said it's
1: progressive. Yeah. So, like, are you're I guess you're still on that slope like yes. it's it's is it o- is it only going to get worse or is there um is there potential for it to plateau or
3: yeah so there's potential for it to plateau and there's actually a surgery and I think you guys will like this but I sort of consider it the world's smallest amputation.
1: Oh, wow. Do they just amputate they your They amputate your, your stapes.
3: Oh, that's so bad <laughs> Back cute. to those. I know, kill those oh stapes. God, it's like, so can cute. I make it into an earring? They, they, is so they amputate is okay? it and they can put a prosthetic stapes in.
1: Whoa. And that's is it what I think. It's like and this little pink stapes. It's
3: like microsurgery. <laughs> like they literally call the, the procedure, it's like a microscope that they put up to your ear to do it. Yeah, right. So I, uh, my hearing loss is bad enough that I have been referred to the specialist to do to see if that's the option. And that's what I'm waiting to hear back from And right you'll now. do it.
1: Like if they give you the option, if you're like, hell option, yeah, let's I'll do it.
3: it. Yeah, because the other option is just hearing aids for the rest of my life.
1: Now, With is that, there a chance within that surgery that... I guess there, there always is a chance that yeah. it could make things worse. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah.
3: It's, it's, pretty, it's pretty good surgery. It's about 0.5% chance.
1: Okay. Um, All right. So, but, almost uh, yeah,
3: so, you know, it's pretty, it's pretty good. Uh, I actually, after I got diagnosed with this, I went to the library at work and I took out a textbook on ear, nose, and throat surgery. And I, like, just read, read this textbook that's designed for ear, nose, and throat surgeons because I'm like, I want to learn for myself what the risks of this procedure are gonna be. I don't yeah. wanna you know I want an objective book telling me. So I, I, mm-hmm. I read all about it in there. And um they only do one ear at a time in case they do make it worse. Right. So they don't wanna they'll do your worst year first and then they'll they'll do the other side. So will
2: that would that just like cure you?
3: So I'll never hear normally ever again. Uh, but it can take away some of the tinnitus and it can give me right now I've lost about 40 to 50 decibels of sound. doesn't really – I don't really know what that means, but 50, and it can get me a apparently – It's quite a yeah, bit. Yeah, it's quite yeah. a bit. Like 100 is like com- completely deaf or like 80 is completely deaf. Mm-hmm. Um, and you
1: said 40 to 50? Yeah. Whoa. Okay. So so are, you don't wear hearing aids not, right, not now. right now? Not right now. Okay. So I'm
3: going to see if I can get this surgery if they'll – you know, that's what I'm going to hear back from. And if I can't, then I'll I'll buy hearing aids. But they're not covered. What, you what have to, d- they're like – I don't know. Couple thousand dollars. Would yeah. hearing yeah, aids work? Yeah, so like I'm gonna get I would get the hearing aids that go onto my my bone of, yeah. and do like we were talking about with the with the bone conduction. Okay, right. Because that part
1: works. Did you know people's hearing aids talk? What? Yeah. I so no this guy I know had has hearing aids and when they run out of battery, it's like battery low. It's like this voice and it just like says it and he's like, Oh, Batteries are low on my thing. And I'm like, how do you know? And he's like, it just told me. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like this voice that just it's it's like probably, you don't have schizophrenia probably does it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it probably
2: does it through vib- the vibration.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: probably. Yeah. Which is crazy. So like you can get headphones that that just yeah. that play do that. music that That's way. That's crazy. Yeah.
1: So like who makes them bows or something uh, like that? Or? No,
2: I saw it like it was a Kickstarter project. Oh, yeah. uh, okay. Okay. Uh yeah. It was like these it was it was, you know, it was like over They kind of had like the band, like the band, Mm. like a like a proper (laughs) pair of headphones, like our headphones have, but like sleeker and a little more stylish. Top of your head, and then instead of just going over the ear, it just like stops behind the ear.
1: Interesting, really interesting.
2: And
3: and so I'm also adjusting my behaviors a little bit. So I learned that if I am chewing, it takes away that bone conduction, like the skull part. Um, Because if I'm like going up and down, I can't. So I actually can't hear as well if I'm like chewing. While you're chewing, you can't hear as well. So like, neither can I though. Yeah, fair enough. I, feel, I know. Yeah, I like, feel, but
1: I guess for you, it's, it's been, much different. Yeah. But I like, I feel like when I'm having like having a real good snack and someone's talking to me, it's kind of like, yo, I'm fucking snacking. here. I just mm-hmm. don't you know pay attention. Mean? Yeah, I'm just like, yeah. Kyla's you always actually Kyla's don't. always trying to to have a conversation with me yeah. when I'm eating. I'm like, I I can't well, hear you. I'm I have che- no idea. Dude, no Taylor, one can hear anything in a room when you chew. Dude. <laughs> that's because I <Taylor laughs> chew with this mouth open. No, I don't. I wouldn't be able to hear it. I'd be like. You eat really quietly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank
2: yeah. you. I do eat quietly. Yeah. I guess if
1: you do suffer
0: from like misophonia or something, it would be it would pay. And I don't have beat. that because I. Yeah, that. yeah. Uh, I'm yeah. interested. There's, There's a misophonia
2: death. sufferer.
0: I am. I'm interested, Liz. That you're just talking about adjusting behaviors. Mm-hmm. Do you um intentionally talk lower in volume? Because, like, if I'm listening to loud music or whatever, I start going hello. How's it going? Like, talk really loud because there's loud noises in my ear. Do you also put that weird affectation
1: to your voice? Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. exactly. You, <laughs> like, really swallow the words. Yeah. Hello, yeah. how's it going?
0: <laughs> yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I do. It's so, oh, really weird that you do that. <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, you know, when people can't hear, like, older people yeah, can't yeah. hear, yeah, yeah. And they talk yeah. really loud. But you, don't, you don't I guess do not that. I, don't, I, don't, I don't
3: intentionally change my voice the really funny thing is you can't tell me a secret like people will at work or at home try to like you know when someone nudges you and they like, like whisper sp- 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 I, like, I i'm like i got
1: it you're you're like <laughs> I, all i can feel is just the wind blowing yeah, in exactly. could
2: like, you say that private phrase a Yeah, little louder? exactly.
3: <laughs> and so you know I, i'm not i'm never involved in anyone's like inside you know, right. conversations right. anymore because it's like you either got to talk to so the got to get them with the right notes, the right like, notes, yeah.
1: and then burn them yeah. right, right immediately yeah, after yeah. they've passed yeah. it to you. Yeah. Yeah. Very old school, well, yeah. very draconian.
3: The one thing I am worried about is that my my job relies on me to hear very subtle physical exam findings. Um, you know, like, uh, I, listening for heart murmurs, and yeah. those are oh my God, very right. quiet and very much in the pitch that I have a difficult time hearing because right. they're quite low-pitched, and and uh, so that's so there is some technology coming out that you can actually like, take your stethoscope apart and put this addition into it, and it'll actually transmit somehow the sound waves from your stethoscope onto an app on your phone.
2: Whoa! And so then
3: you see... The you see what that looks like, but as like a as a, a visual thing. So. And this is like
1: specifically made for like kind of deaf doctors, <laughs> I guess. So is there any wow. kind of are t- there any
3: <laughs> f- full <laughs> on
1: deaf doctors?
3: I guess, I think there um, are. I would imagine are, yeah. Blind? Yeah. I think are would, there like, blind
1: doctors? Probably, probably
3: somewhere. Wow. Yeah. Are uh, there
2: blind and deaf, deaf doctors?
3: Deaf <laughs> is yeah. there
2: is there any kind of technology that they can integrate with your pager? <laughs> you know what
3: that's it's really happy you know you can uh yeah. unfortunately that oh one is it like, shrieks and gives what is it, uh, it transmits
2: the heart rate into <laughs> vibrations okay. oh from God. your <laughs> into a phone number <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> what is it a motorola yeah, yeah. It
3: actually is oh um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is it yeah
0: that's
1: funny so do you have like do you have do you have any fears of of like fully losing your your hearing someday
3: yeah, the chance of it, uh, luckily the chance of it lo- of losing it with this condition is, of losing it completely, it's low.
1: Okay, okay. Um, so you're not, so, like, taking protocols to, like, sign up for sign language classes, like a- ASL classes. ASL? American yeah. Sign Language Classes? Yeah.
3: I know a little bit like of that. ASL, actually, interestingly. Oh, yeah? So, I, I, you know, I, I might try to pick up a little bit more in case that becomes an issue for me. I, the amazing thing, so I have a, a family friend who was born deaf, and I think it's a completely different ball game to go deaf later in life than oh than it is 100%, because yeah. it's amazing how much of your language and your communication skills are built around being able to hear and mm-hmm. and as somebody who's been able to, to hear for thirty years, like I'm confident knowing that even if I get quite severe hearing loss, I will still always be able to talk. Mm. Versus the way that completely right. deaf people communicate like if you if you ever try to text a person who's completely deaf they just have a completely different sentence structure they they see the english language as a completely oh different, wow. really yeah i didn't Wait, know that yeah. Yeah. yeah i suppose yeah so sign language is it has a has no connecting words right it's ball throw i don't know High.
1: sure yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah right
3: you know and and so there's no i's and me's and 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 so, when you you train your language centers as exclusively through sign language without any without any audio input, you, you build language in a completely different. way. It's almost impossible to to communicate with a deaf wow. for someone who's I've born. I've never
0: thought about. I mean, maybe that. not yeah. everybody. Maybe some sure. people
3: work yep. really hard yeah. and you know through reading and stuff, but it's not. It does not come natural wow. to them.
1: What's the? I've always wondered this. What's the deal with um, when people who are deaf? try to speak and they've got that like that, that sort of like, again, it's like that almost everything is swallowed in their throat. Like they can't, yeah. it's like, they can't quite articulate yeah. the words like at the front of their mouth. Like the exact you know that's
0: no, way, right? no. you. the exact way that I was doing it when listening to lab music.
1: And like, well, ba- like kind of like yeah. it has, Almost yeah, exactly. good. like yeah. it's because it's really can't hard to impersonate. Yeah. But it's like
3: well, Brian's the autolaryngologist Maybe he can. Tell yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, it's exactly <laughs> if de- actually,
1: if anyone listening does know that, yeah. they, I would super appreciate uh, if you have fired an yeah. email off to us because I've always wondered. Yeah. What that, what what causes that, and also it like so say you went, you know, yeah, God forbid, yeah, you went deaf today, fully. Mm. would that start to happen to you?
3: I don't think so. Or would
1: you always be able no. to speak think, like this? I no, think no. it's because you're
0: able That's, to hear the, yeah. the language and the sounds and you're able to mimic, like make those sounds with your mouth and throat and tongue. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think it's only so,
2: with people that are deaf from
0: yeah, from yeah.
3: Early, yeah. early,
0: early. Early or early, or from I think birth th- or early. I yeah. think
3: the later you go deaf, even if you go deaf at a year, you probably have a different enunciation than if you were completely right of course like if you were to get an infection when you were a year old yeah you would like you probably be easier to, to understand
1: it's super crazy eh? that there's that there is like these illnesses out there that uh that literally just strip you from a sense yeah
3: mm-hmm. you know
1: like not having the ability to hear not having the ability to see not having the ability to I mean, like, like the ability to feel or touch, like there's, yeah. I, that's a really rare one, yeah. but yeah. like that's it. It, And to just think about how mind boggling it is that, uh, like how different you would have to move yourself through the world and how you would have to interact with everything. Like it just, it changed our, yeah. our senses are obviously they're yeah. so important, but it's just like, we rarely take the time to think about what happens when you really take it away have you ever have you ever heard of um the restaurant called noir, noir? yeah yeah
3: like yeah like those
1: yeah. it I, I feel like we need more of those in it? the world so it's this restaurant okay, where restaurant. you go in and it's completely pitch black you can't see a, a fucking thing like You can't they see just your full you
0: they just turn the lights off? No, no no
1: well no it's like it, it oh, it's built up curtains, like blackout like, curtains like they've they've set it up so you you can't see a thing All the wait, all the the waiters that work there, all the staff, they're all naked. Oh, yeah, they're all naked. Yeah, they're (laughs) naked too. Naked and blind. Yeah, Uh, and so the whole idea is that the the, it's an experience. It's like we want you to experience what it's like to have like a culinary experience without your sense of sight. Mm -hmm. Um, And so you go in there and you have this like very delicious, It's probably amplified like taste. Yeah,
2: and I think that's the whole point. Is like you know, I've been told if you do
3: it to not order red wine. Oh really? It's it messy. okay, yeah. Well, <laughs> that would make sense. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've, yeah.
2: Done, uh, I've done. I've um, done uh, night walks at this retreat mm. center that I. Oh yeah. I at a ret- That I organize retreats at at Windhorse Farms in uh, in uh, uh, New Germany.
1: Speak a little louder, Taylor. <coughs> <ahead>. Oh sorry. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I can I, literally, I, I, I'm literally, totally seems like I'm you're literally using it. my <laughs> sense of my um my your eyesight my my. Uh, What's the yeah, uh, my peripheral well, eyesight well that I'm not taken. even looking at Liz and I can just <laughs> he can see, see her body <laughs> he see literally me. leaning <laughs> across yeah, the table enduring. towards you. because you're, you're sitting. Right? Over here <laughs> going let me lean in. I go to
3: this. Let me lean in and, yeah. here, yeah. Yeah. and really, really I turn it
1: up.
2: Like
3: I'm going to listen to the recording of this and be like, "Oh, that's what he was that's saying." Right. Yeah. Okay. My answer didn't make any sense. So, but we go on these night
2: walks and we, you know, you go out and depending on whether the moon is out or. Uh, if it's, there's snow on the ground or if it's summer, whatever it is, or if there's cloudy, you know, there's different levels of darkness. And I've gone out. If they've turned on the patio lanterns. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's pitch black. I've been oh, out there it's, where it's yeah. pitch black. Yeah. And the idea, the idea of it is yeah. to navigate with your other senses and, yeah. and, 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 uh, and kind of notice how much you rely on your site, like how much yeah. you take for granted all the things that your site is doing for you when you're taking every step forward and like mm-hmm. and how you how you use your site to stay calm
3: mm-hmm. uh,
2: and mm-hmm. all these different things mm-hmm. it's really really incredible yeah
3: yeah and then you come back and you can actually see and then you're like oh this is good. yeah i, I feel yeah.
1: like there needs to be more more of that in our
2: world
3: yeah. it was you actually know,
2: like, one of the like probably the most like a, it was a life-changing perspective it yeah. was a perspective change on like a massive scale yeah. uh
1: liz fire off the name of what you have once more
3: Otosclerosis.
1: Otosclerosis. Oh yeah, right. The anime uh, character. Right. So if you're um, just
0: tuning in, we're talking about otosclerosis. Yeah.
1: Uh, your, what would you say your otosclerosis has uh, taken away from you? Well, your ability to hear.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. I was like, yeah. Um, it, it's a little. It's taken away a little bit of, of spontaneity in mm. my life. You know, I I can't be part of those, like, smaller inner conversations anymore. Um, You know, you can't... A lot of, like, really intimate conversations you have with people are are soft-voiced, and and it's not quite the same if you're speaking really loudly to to talk about this really intimate thing (laughs) and everyone can hear around you. Mm -hmm. Uh, And the other thing that we haven't even really talked about yet, but this is actually a genetic condition. And it is, I have a 50% chance of passing this condition if I have kids onto them. And so, you know, I've never really thought about, you know, I've never thought second about like whether I want kids that were genetically related to me, but it it changes things a little bit if you're like, okay, well, do I want, do I, do I want a 50% chance of my kid going through this, this thing? You know, how much is this affecting my life and do I think that's okay to be putting on to another person. Have you thought of that? Well, it's just kind of, I don't know. I don't know how it's going to change things. Like, we're not, not—I'm, you know, I'm not quite there yet. And I want to get this figured out before we go there. I mean, I think I like my life. I think I have a pretty good life. I think if I were to have a kid with a life like mine, they would be okay with it. They'd be pretty happy. I think I've done pretty well for myself, given, you know, and with what I have. So, but it's just... It's you know you kind of have to think about it now. You can't just be like, you know, whatever. Like let's just let's just have kids. Yeah. Or, I mean, maybe you can, but you just it, it's just taken away a little bit of that. It definitely it. put yeah. It
1: definitely it changes it. the way you would approach it for sure.
3: And money. Yeah. You know, and yeah. it, it will be. You know, I I will have to get hearing aids at some point, and you know, it's like thousands of dollars to yeah. be able to hear. Kind of not fair.
1: What would you say your uh, odo sclerosis has given you?
3: I think it's ironically made me a better listener.
2: Ooh,
0: I like uh, that. Cool.
3: Uh, yeah, it's... Uh, Unless it's
0: me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Then it's no it's, good. Yeah, hopeless. <laughs> She's doing her best with you. <laughs>
3: but I have to be a bit more intentional, I think, now with, with paying attention to what people are saying and and sort of leaning in, so to speak. But, you know, I I can't really be on my phone and listening to something that's happening anymore. Like I kind of have to like, I'm going to be listening to you. It's going to be like a hundred percent, um, you know, and, and. Which
1: people really appreciate. Yeah. You know, like you hear people talk about an experience they've had with someone and they say, you know, when I was talking to, uh, Liz, I just felt like she, I felt like I was the only person in the room, Mm -hmm. you know, like that's, that's a, that's a really, uh, it's one of those things that is very memorable mm-hmm. when you when you have an interaction with someone. You're like she felt that way too, because you guys were the only two <laughs> in the room. Yeah.
3: Or like you were the only person I could actually hear. I <laughs> yeah. Couldn't yeah. hear anyone else.
1: Well, I like that. I I really like I really appreciate that. That, it, that you feel like it's ironically made you a better listener even though you can't quite hear as well. Like that's something very poetic. Yeah, about right. That. Yeah. 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 And something kind of humorous. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 You know, it's
0: my CF. I feel like a much better uh, it's breather. I have a, of a breather. <laughs> massive lung capacity Yeah, right yeah, yeah. Do you, do you the, the last thing I want to ask is, do you ever get in arguments or fights with your husband because you can't hear him or like you don't do something that he's like, I asked you to do that. And you're like, well, I didn't hear you. <laughs> Oh, the classic like
1: why Bridie's always mad at me. Yeah, it's like the reason why Chelsea's always mad at me too. Yeah, she's She's like I said this to you, and I'm like you said to me when I was asleep. That's the same with me. I have.
0: I think all men have. I think it's a male problem. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I don't know.
3: Yeah.
1: Um, Well, thanks, Liz. Thanks for coming in. She didn't answer. Oh. Oh, I thought it was a fucking like rhetorical question. Yeah, joke I thought question. it was too. Yeah, she. I, I could look. I look I into her eyes, and she yeah. was like, "I'm not answering." I that. was
3: like, "I was like, you guys kind of answered." I don't know. Like, yeah,
1: okay, no, that's okay, fine. we we'll <laughs> um, uh, Thank you, thank you for coming in. Oh yeah, really no means a lot. Thanks for
3: coming to my city just to talk to me. That yeah. was really nice of you. Yeah, yeah, this is
1: we flew up just for this. Yeah, just for this. <laughs> Thanks <laughs> for paying for the Big thank you, I'm a Patreon to... subscribers.
3: So oh, oh sweet, yeah.
1: how about I, I that? I now have to now. Oh, you aren't yet. Now you will. Perfect. Well, speaking of Patreon.
2: Taylor? Definitely do it. Yeah. We're totally killing it on Patreon right now. And it's awesome because it makes these trips possible. It makes us be able to sit here with the lovely Liz. And um, we would love you to, uh, to help us out there. You get some cool... Um, Bonus content. We Google Hangout with our patron subscribers if you give
1: us enough money. (laughs) Uh,
2: And and merch discounts. How great is that? You can buy a Team Taylor shirt.
1: Another uh, big way to support us, uh, and actually this one goes really far, is just uh, hitting the subscribe button on Apple Podcasts and uh, telling other people that you know who... Maybe they've heard the podcast before, or maybe they've never, but just tell them to go hit that subscribe button because it keeps us on the charts. And uh, for a little while there, we have been, and maybe we still are, number two on the comedy charts in Canada, which is pretty rad, right below Joe Rogan.
0: Um, And... Rai, why don't you give a couple thanks? Uh, Well, number one, thank you to Donovan Morgan for the beautiful sound design on this podcast and making Taylor's voice audible. That's right. Uh, And thank you to Take Part for the theme music, takepartinthis.bandcamp.com if you want to jam to any sweet tunes. And uh, also, finally, thank you to Antica uh, Podcast Network, the beautiful studio space that we're recording in right now. At uh, E1 Media's building, it's just so great and beautiful here, and we're so thankful. We're literally for recording everybody in their like is it, is common it, uh, space. <laughs> don't I think a whole sh- team of like marketers just like <laughs> yeah. walked by us and they were like,
1: "Who the fuck are these guys? <laughs> yeah. Why are they in our living room?" Uh, thank you, Antica. Thank you, E1. Uh, thank you, Toronto. We fucking love the city. Uh, we love each and every one of you. And until next week, I'm Brian. I'm Taylor, and I'm Jeremy, and this is Sicko.